to another episode of Back Talk. Andy Shades here with Dustin, Tony, and of course our newest host, Blair. Uh, started off. Nuts up, everybody. Tony, we're going to start with you because you had kind of a eventful weekend. His so beard fell you. off. His beard did fall off. For those of you that aren't, you know, just podcast listeners... You can't see in podcast land that his beard fell off, but his beard fell off. Yep, it did. Yep, I had to shave for the wedding reception we had yesterday, so it was a good time. You know, it wasn't a huge crowd, but it wasn't, you know, you know, like nobody there. So it was a good flow all the way through for three hours. So bunch of food, bunch of cupcakes still left over. She took them to work today, so I didn't have to. Try to eat a hundred million cupcakes that we still had left over because we ordered a bunch. Um, still got cookies and Reese's cups and gummy bears that I am snacking on right at the moment. So that's why he wanted to start with me because I had food in my mouth. So I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. So I gotta ask. So I, I, I made an appearance. I didn't fucking want to, but I did. Yeah. Um. So you were dressed. In a white shirt and blue jeans, and she was in a white dress that wasn't her wedding dress. Yep. But you, was that by design so that you looked like your pictures? So that everybody felt like they were at your wedding? No. I wanted to wear shorts and a t shirt, but you know, it wasn't warm enough yesterday, so I just had to wear the jeans and just the white t shirt. So, because you know, all my other ones have logos on them, so I wanted to look at least a little bit presentable. So. I had the white t-shirt. Well, because my wife noticed it. She looked at the pictures. She goes, they're wearing the same shit that they were in their pictures. Yeah, no, the wedding dress was different. She wanted, she thought about wearing it, but it was too long, and I told her she'd be walking on it all day. So I was like, nope. And then mine was actually a button-down shirt, but I just wore a t-shirt yesterday, so. Okay. You know, she's like, you you could have wore that shirt. And I'm like, well, I could have wore that shirt, but then I'd be Rico Suave-ing, you know, all day. Because in Hawaii, I had the two buttons down and, you know, showing everything, but... All the meat hanging out. Exactly. Showing everything, but you, like... You're fucking hairy, motherfucker. Like... You've been, like, fucking... Gorilla chesting. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So you shaved for that. Yep. You didn't want to be Santa Claus. But no. Got to look presentable. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there were a handful of people there when I when I got there. Sat with your son, who's much cooler than you. Um. So anyway, anything else going on with you? No, not really this weekend. So we didn't do too much. I mean, yeah. We just got ready for yesterday. Don't really have too much coming up. I have last week of work, this one, and then I'm on vacation next week. So that's good. I'm not going anywhere. So I got some stuff I got to do around here and might try to play a little golf. But that's about it so far. Dustin, what's up with you, man? Uh, not much. Didn't do much this week. Just kind of relaxed. When weather was kind of chilly, so can't get out and golf yet. But other than that, just really just sat at home and chilled and played video games and just kind of relaxed. Watched the races. We'll get into that after a little bit. Uh, watched some hockey. Uh, Wild stunk it up last night, but they did good Friday night. So, so we got other an email that, that, that addresses the hockey playoffs, and I want to I want to get into that here in a minute too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not much else going on. Just getting ready for the racing season. We start racing in three weeks. If weather shapes 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 up here, so we gotta start getting the track ready. We'll be doing that this week and getting all of our sound system and everything put together and get ready for our live streams. So be a busy few weeks. Understand that he's like at the halfway championship point already. Well, he's been racing asphalt forever, you know. <laughs> we could have been raised. We could have been racing snowmobiles and then maybe boats after the snow went away. So yeah, I think we're. I think we're what five races into the season already. Yeah, you got race five, I think, this weekend. Yeah. I might check out Blair this weekend if I have time. I think they do a live stream of his track, so I might check out the race there on the stream. Cool. Watch so him Blair, bring no, the 91 to victory lane. No, no racing this this weekend, right? No, we had the we had the weekend off this week. Okay, so nice. so what's going on with you other other than that? Then I know you did some online racing by choice. You drove a super speedway twice in the week. Yeah, we raced five races so far this year. I just looked. I just, I just pulled up the points. Yes, we've raced five so far. Uh, yes, done, did some online racing this week. Um, unfortunately, I had to race Talladega. Twice? I, twice. I actually ran it three times. I ran it in a truck race that I didn't stream. Oh. Um, yeah, it's uh, probably my second least favorite track. Just because I don't super dig super speedway racing, um, you know. Are we, are we gonna are we gonna segue into talking about the racing now, like from from the weekend? Uh, we or, will. Or, we'll get or into do it. In a or do you have an agenda? Yeah, I got a little bit of an agenda. Okay, I didn't. I didn't get the email on the agenda. <laughs> we never do. We never do. We just gotta go with it. Hey, you just okay. wing it. So if you want to talk about it, you can. Okay. Well. You know, well, one of the things of super speedway racing is all the cars are running all the same speed. So that means guys that are super fast are racing with guys that aren't super fast. And then that leads to melees and big wrecks. So guys that are super fast, like, for example, what was it, Friday night, Veldy? We led 55 laps of the race. And then towards the end, we got involved in somebody else's wreck and came home like 14th or 18th or something like that. Yeah, nothing you could do. 
Yeah, nothing you could do. But any other track other than a super speedway race, like, you know, Charlotte or Dover this week, you lead 55 laps. As long as you don't screw up, you're going to finish in the top five. I, I can promise you that. Well, guarantee. But, you know, that's super speedway racing. That's why I'm not the world's largest fan of it. Unless if you're unlucky like that 32 was and blow his engine on the last lap. Mm, that was unfortunate. For him. <laughs> that was unfortunate, but that was really interesting. I've never seen an engine just let loose when there was no damage on a car in iRacing. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're pushing as hard as he was all race long, his, his engine heated up, and I'm sure his, his crew chief was yelling at him that his water temp was too high. But when you're on the last lap, you're still just going, right? So. It was That was crazy. I mean, it, it was crazy to see that. Um, so you're not a fan of super speedway racing and I do want to talk about it, but that is a big kind of, I don't know, split in the, in the NASCAR fandom, right? There's people that love super speedway racing and then there's people that just don't like it and you don't like it. You don't like it. There's nobody in between. It seems like they, they take it or they can lose it. Like either people love it or hate it. But you don't you don't like it because of the unstable or the unpredictability of it? Is that what? Uh well, you know. So like for example, and this is no hate against anybody, right? But like Dover this weekend, you're not gonna see Corey LaJoy in the top ten, most likely, right? You're not gonna see Ty Dillon and Todd Gilliland and well, Michael McDowell and, you know, these kinds of guys. You're not going to see them in the top 10. But at Super Speedways, you see them in the top 10. And I'm not saying that those guys aren't good drivers, right? You know, they're one of the, some of the 38 best in the world stock car drivers. But the difference between like a Kyle Larson and a Kyle Busch and a Chase Elliott and, you know, all these front running guys versus the back running guys is still quite the difference, right? Just like it is in any sport. You know, the best quarterback in the NFL is considerably better than the worst quarterback in the NFL. But the worst quarterback of the NFL is still a fantastic quarterback. So what it does is it takes all this talent, and since all the cars run the same speed, it jumbles all this talent in together. So things that, you know, like... I don't know. I'm trying to think of a specific wreck from yesterday. Uh, Yeah, but he runs in the front super speedways a lot. Um, Where does he run in the rest of the races? Well, like Harrison Burton, for example. Right? Harrison Burton got wrecked running first yesterday, leading the race. And he got wrecked with contact from Noah Gregson. Okay? Those two guys were running one and two. Name another track that you expect Harrison Burton and Noah Gregson to be running one and two at. You can't. Daytona. Oh, okay. <laughs> Name another n- non-super speedway. <laughs> you can't. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So it leads to Harrison Burton getting wrecked, and he did a heck of a job saving that car. You know, got wrecked from the lead and didn't take out half the field, which is really impressive. But, you know, it's... Like, I, I don't know. I just don't enjoy it. I just don't enjoy super speedway racing. Uh, I don't like guys getting hurt. I don't like the risk of guys getting hurt. 
like the Ryan Priest, Kyle Larson wreck, the Blaine Perkins wreck. I mean, there's so many huge wrecks this weekend, and thankfully nobody got seriously injured in any of them. So, you know, it's like, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of it. And on the other side, and I don't know where you, and I'll ask you here in a minute, Dustin, where you fall. But on the other side, there's the people that love it for the carnage. And we are, we are bloodthirsty humans to begin with, right? And what's one of the, if you just watched people go around in circles for three hours every Sunday with nothing happening every single week, would they draw 100,000 people? You asking me? I'm asking anybody. Yeah, absolutely. They would draw 100,000 people with no carnage, no nothing, just going in a circle for three hours. I think so. I'm not, I, I don't like the wrecks. You know what I mean? Now, I imagine there are some people that enjoy the wrecks, but I, I, don't, I don't like them. I'm, I'm out on the wrecks. I would be perfectly okay to watch a race with nobody wrecking. With no cautions. I don't know about no cautions. I'm pro stage break, by the way. Well, because we've had that before in NASCAR where yeah. at different tracks, you would get somebody so far ahead. Yeah, like New Hampshire, where what was it? Jeff no Burton caution, led every lap. race, and it's boring. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's not good. That's why stage breaks are great. Yep. J Dustin, where are you at with this? Like with the super speedway stuff, I'm a fan of watching Super Speedway just because the cars are closer and it's just more exciting. I like the wrecks, but I'm with Blair. I don't want to see people get hurt. Well, and I don't want to see like, anybody get hurt either. But the but, the them running so close together and making these instantaneous moves and just like getting your adrenaline as a fan up, like, oh my God. Like, like working at the track I work at, our dirt track. You know, we've had some close finishes that were like photo finishes. But if you're walking out with somebody after the race, most of the people are talking about that car that rolled over. They're not talking about the close finishes. Most fans want to see the carnage. They want to see the wrecks. But, you know, like me, I remember the wreck. But I'm talking about that close finish because that's what I'm more excited about. Because, you know, to me, that's huge. You got a guy like well, about a year or two ago, we had a guy that was like, fifth or sixth place with like three laps to go ran the high side of the, the track and just passed everybody. It's kind of like a Ross Chastain move, but we have no outside wall. I mean, he was just riding that berm and just going and I was more excited about that, but there was a wreck earlier in the race that everybody was talking about. It's like, how are you guys? I mean, I don't see how I don't see eye to eye with some fans because of that. I'm more, I want to see exciting finishes, exciting racing The wrecks come into play, but as long as no one gets You're going hurt, to have wrecks you have if you have exciting racing. Right, exactly. If you have somebody just going around, you know, your fastest guy every week, <coughs> just going around in circles with nothing happening, and he's at everybody, and everybody just falls in line, like the entire race yesterday, until the end. Yeah, they only had two cautions besides the stage breaks till the, what, 50 The race started, I took a nap, I woke up, Almost at the end of the second stage, nothing had happened. Same shit. Well, I was listening I to that. 
I was listening to NASCAR radio on my way to work this morning. It was from the post race yesterday, but a fan called in like, why do they, these have to be 500 mile races? Why can't we move them down to three, 400 miles? What, what difference would it make? I mean, that, that's an option too, to make it more exciting because you've got to make, everybody knows what's going to happen to super speedway racing. So they fall in line, they follow around for however many laps until there's 15, 10 to 15 to go. Unless you're on iRacing. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> That's different. And to me, it can be boring. It like, can be. It can be boring to watch. That's. I mean, most people, when they tune into, like, I mean, Daytona, five, Daytona 500 is a whole different animal. But when you tune into the other super speedway races, a lot of people tune in the beginning, and then they come in about the last 20 to 50 laps. I watch so, all race, but... So, Tony, who... Who gains more viewers? Football or tennis? Well, depends. Are we talking men's tennis or women's tennis? <laughs> Why are you watching women's tennis? Because of the skirts? Well, I mean, some guys would be like because of the skirts, but some of those, you know, you know, the Williams sisters are beasts, so... Yeah, I thought he was. Ta- I thought he was saying women's because of uh, the noise effects that happen. <laughs> I mean, that could be aside a- from maybe, you know, a couple events a year. Legitimately, yeah, who's tr- who's drawing more? Who's drawing more viewers? Football. Yeah, it's gonna be football. Yeah, it's gonna be football. And why? Just because of the hard scene, the action, and it's not for the kicker. Yeah. Like I don't tune in to see the kicker. Well, you do at the end of the game if he's kicking for the win. And what ha- it's carnage on every play. It is. Um, so I think that's the draw to super speedways. That's my opinion. Is oh, the, I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, it's, it's why tracks like Dega, Daytona will never go away. They will always draw huge crowds, whereas sometimes there's a fight. Um, with NASCAR, do we keep a track? Do we not keep a track? Because it's just not drawing because it's boring racing. I mean, why Why do you think they turned Atlanta into what it is now? I love the old Atlanta, but that's they wanted to add more of that into the NASCAR, and it's just, you're not going to build a whole new track. You're going to reconfigure one. Now, we'll get into what happened um, here in a minute, but uh, that's, just my, that's just my take on, on yep. Super Speedway racing. Um, I had a decent week. I applied for a new job. Um, pretty excited about it. There's, I don't think uh, there's any way I don't get this job. I am the most qualified person. Um, oh boy. <laughs> you going to be a showgirl or what? What are you doing here? I mean. Well, you going to be Blair? You going to be Blair's spotter? <laughs> well, should we that's roll pretty the high paying gig. Should we roll <laughs> the footage? Oh, we got footage. Oh, there's footage. Got the back footage. Got I some more back package. I didn't realize there was footage. You Meyer. Hold on one moment. Let's get this. If, so if we see his, if we see his foot, we have a problem. So you guys can see. I'm telling you, this itinerary email would be a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Then I don't get your real reaction, Blair. See, there's a method to my madness here. <clears throat> All right. Boy. Let me know when you have the footage. I'm uh, ready for you to roll that beautiful bean footage. Yep. Yep. Right. I'm going to mute up. So uh, for those of you that are listening on podcasts, uh, the guys may... Um, Dustin kind of knows maybe some of these people or whatever, so uh, he may be able to give you a little bit of a play-by-play. Uh-oh. Long time round supreme, right? Long time director of operations, we right? Ring. Well, as you know, he's come out of retirement. He's wrestling again, right? He's been elevated to the regular roster. So that kind of leaves open the position of director of operations. So I need a director of operations. I need a director. Well, I'm going to be taking interviews. And if you guys don't know this yet, they love to come out in like 1980s theme music. It seems like it's just a throwback every time. Right. <laughs> well, I was waiting to see who was actually going to come out. I figured it was going to be Andy Shade here, but... <laughs> Yeah, not so much. (laughs) There's an open position. (laughs) And you're not getting it. There is an open position. Meyer, as you know, is now wrestling. Been very successful already in his comeback for the marksman. And so he can't continue to be the director of operations that he's going to be on the main roster. So I need a director of operations. This 
I mean, this kid is campaigning very hard, so he might have a good point. I don't know. I think this kid to the right is pretty qualified. <laughs> oh, he's leaving. So your interview is over? Well, I just told him, let me know when I'm hired. This kid over here makes some good points. That kid really wants it. I think, I mean, I feel like that kid's got some real potential. So this was in Madison, right? That was in Madison. Wisconsin? don't know anything. Madison, Indiana, where the people don't know anything. Like the place where Tony's from. So they all kind of look like Tony, act like Tony. Did their beards fall off? Um, the ladies did not. So, I've applied for a new job. What kind of dog uh, is it? Yeah, what kind of dog is it? <laughs> is, that, is that one of the questions on the application? <laughs> yeah. Was that the first question of the application? How did you answer that one? <laughs> I thought I muted that, no? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... Beating the shit so out of the You're applying for the do or the do position. Yeah, director of operations. Cool. Do. Um, we gotta make Supreme Wrestling a lot cooler. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think he's got a choice. I mean, you just want to go through another lawsuit and hiring not the best person for the job. So. Um, well, he's gonna go through the interviewing process, and who who knows how else he's interviewing. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. So, Tony, I'm going to be employed in your neck of the woods. What? What if? What if Tony applies? No, Tony, you want to apply? I mean, I, I mean, they probably respect me more than they would respect you down there. So, you know, I'd be like a king. So. And is that because your beard fell off? You know, the people might love me more, you know. They might hear me out on the throne and, you know, voice me to the ring. I mean, I got I got good people who give me advice on how to how to make, make things marketable. I mean, Blair's done a great job with his stuff. So I get in his ear. You know, what do you got, Tony? You ran off, got married by yourself. Nobody went and everybody. Your son didn't even know you went to get married, he told me. I still don't know anything. He forgets everything. I had to call him a week before. I'm like, look, remember, I'm getting married next week. Don't call me because of the time hour difference. 
He's like, oh yeah, I forgot. So what does a director of operations do? Yeah, what does the DOO do? It makes Supreme a lot cooler. It, you know, it, it, we're going to make sure the wrestlers are doing their the right thing and not cheating like Charlie Key. Oh, boy. Because we don't want to see people like Charlie Key. In fact, let's just go ahead and roll the footage of Charlie Key from this past weekend. There's, there's more footage. There's more footage. There's a lot more f- Charlie Key. podcast. This is a fucking shit ton of footage, by the way. Go, Charlie Key. For those of you seven still listening to the podcast, we're going back to the footage that you can't see. <laughs> they know where to find it. So I'm going to set this up. We There was, there was a, a match between Eric Draven and Charlie Key. Draven asked me, because of the way Charlie has been cheating, to be at ringside with him. Okay, so which one, who's in the purple pants, who's in the blue pants? Yeah, we might have to catch Blair up on this everything. He hasn't been around for this, I don't think. We got to catch Blair up on what's all going on here. So the purple pants is Eric Draven. Okay. Purple the pants, blue... no shirt. This is an Eric Draven. Yes. The guy laying on the ground is Charlie Key. Blue pants, black shirt. Correct. And his his last name's Key, as in, like, I got the key to the door. Yes. Okay. So, Chucky Key on the ground, Eric Raven standing up in the purple pants. Draven. Draven. Yeah, whatever. And even before you start this, let's just point out the fact is, Charlie Key is on the mat, Draven's standing up, and it looks like there is something already in the ring that Draven's going to be using soon, probably, or already has that you know they just haven't shown. Yeah, it appears to be a foreign object over here near the turnbuckles. No, if you if you once you get in, once we get into the footage, he was making pizza rolls. Can we do a full screen here? <laughs> making pizza rolls in a trash can. No, that is a microwave. Oh, that is a microwave. It looks okay, like a trash so can. We have a foreign, ob- a foreign object of a microwave near the turnbuckles. <laughs> yes. And Andy Shades, I see him in the frame now, now that I made it more bigger, mm-hmm. uh, with his right paw on the mat. Correct. And it and looks if you like. Notice, you do not see a referee. It looks like Derek Craven and Andy Shades are staring at each other. And no referee. The the referee has been eliminated due to Charlie Key's shenanigans. Okay. So now we will watch Cheating Charlie Key. Brandon. They're calling for Brendan because the referee's dead. Is this your son that they're calling for? Yeah. He just kicked him in the nuts. And you see now in the corner, in the far, far corner of the screen, is the dead referee. Yeah. Charlie Key just kicked Eric Draven in the nuts. He did? Yeah. All right. And that's, that's illegal? That's cheating? Is that what we're saying? Yes. 
It is okay. illegal and cheating. Okay. Now he's using closed fist punches, which are also illegal. It's a, it's a slap. I can see it. He's slapping. He's now he's going to choke him with his foot. That's the best part right there. So, as you can see, I came to try to help Draven because... Charlie keeps cheating. Can, can, can we go back a little bit on this? I've, I've got questions about your turnbuckle work. Can we, can we, are we going to talk about that or no? My turnbuckle and, work? And, and, yeah. And he's, not, and he's not a wrestler, Blair. We come, I am we, not you know, a wrestler. Okay. All right. Well, I just had questions about the turnbuckle work. <laughs> You're good. I'm just, I'm just happy that he finally got in the ring and he finally got something done to him without kicking somebody in the nuts and running away or having to, you know, goons hold somebody while he kicks somebody in the nuts. So... Are, are we done with this? Is this it? Is this the end? Yeah. That, that, that's I, it. I, was just I give mad props to Charlie Key right now. Good job, Charlie. For for kicking somebody in the nuts, using yeah. closed fist punches, and choking them with your foot. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about your, uh, your turnbuckle work, though. Okay, so I got a question. Yeah. And I've got many questions after seeing this <laughs> footage, actually. Uh, let's start with... So... This uh, Charlie Key character is allegedly cheating because he kicked this other character in the groin regions, okay? Nuts. Yeah. Then this guy, Andy Shades, hops in the ring and hits this guy. Is that not cheating? Were you in the fucking match? Well, but I had to stop him. He was going to injure... Draven, but the way he was cheating with the referee out of the picture. So two wrongs make a right is what we're saying. Well, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you run to help a friend if they were in trouble in a serious situation? I've ride to the racetrack with all my friends, bud. Oh, I'm just we, saying. We carpool. I didn't I did carpool, but that's why I was asked because of the, the way Charlie has been cheating his way. That's why I was asked to, to accompany Draven ringside. So. so who won this match? Draven. Because, but... Charlie, because Charlie was dumb enough to put his eyes on me and his hands on me. Gave Draven enough time to recover and knock out Charlie Key. Without cheating. Without kicking him in the nuts or anything like that. Nope, the video just magically stopped and there was nothing else. Would you like to see the end of the the match? It's only about a minute. I think we're good. Okay. No, because we've seen the other videos of Draven kicking everybody in the nuts, so. (laughs) I think we're good. (laughs) <laughs> no, that uh, Draven won the match clean. No, I'm all set. Yeah. So Dra- Draven, 
Draven beats Charlie. Charlie loses. Like the little oh, savage. Does, Char does Charlie still hold the belt? No. No, he lost that? Okay. Yeah, Draven has the belt. Oh, Draven has it back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is why we need to keep the belt away from Charlie. So I had to accompany him to ringside so that he didn't cheat his way to victory. And is that why you want to be the DOO? Yes. So we put an end to people like Charlie King. What are you thinking about this, Tony? Oh, you already know my thoughts of it. You know, yeah, saying Charlie's cheating, but, you know, Draven has done that several times. He's even admitted to it. You know, he has to do what he has to do to win. So Charlie's doing the same exact thing, doing what he has to do to win. Two wrongs make a right. Yeah. <laughs> you jumped in the ring. You finally learned your lesson. So I know ask, so. I'm going to ask Blair this question. So, Blair, let's say, like, you know, the ref was, ref was down in that match. So let's say the flagman and all the officials are knocked out at a racetrack. Are you going to cut in the middle of the track and just run a shorter lap? No. <laughs> no. Why not? You're going to win the race. I mean, that's that's not how you that's not how you do it. It's, it's poor sportsmanship. Oh, so you're not a cheater. I don't cheat. So you're not about the guy that kicked Draven to the nuts, then. I mean, but I don't. I don't think he's about the guy that attacked the guy that kicked Draven in the nuts. Yeah, I don't think that's right either. <laughs> I'm not a wrestler. What am I going to do? Obviously, nothing. I mean, he didn't even feel your blow. I did enough to distract him and stop him from doing what he was doing. He was well, the moving distraction. Here's my question. Where's big time Josh Lewis when all this is going on? Uh, what about was, what about what about five count Frank Johnson? Well, they already had their matches. It probably went home. What about this is Supreme Slasher Seth Sawyer? I mean, oh, what are these guys up to while all Seth, this uh, chicanery is going down? Seth is is out injured. Okay, wild thing. Chuck McRoberts had his match early. This was the main event, sir. You know, Mister By the Book. Where's he at? You know, if there's cheaters involved, why isn't Mister By the Book out there? He wasn't there. He's he's got titles in other promotions. Hmm. That's interesting. So, yes, but some of those names you mentioned are are uh, good people. Big time Josh Lewis is actually aligned with Eric Draven, but he had his match earlier in the night uh, for the belt with Cash Jackson, um, and it was Thunder over Louisville. A lot of people left early. <laughs> so, there weren't many people left in the locker room, including apparently my son who couldn't come to the rescue as a referee. Is your son a wrestler? He's, He's a, a referee. referee. He's a referee. He can count the three unlike any of us. Yes. You know? It's difficult. Ex explains the, explains the uh, qualifications for the job. Yes. Which is another problem we have to deal with when I get the job is my son and being disrespectful to me. take care of it all when i get this job we'll see we'll, we'll give an update uh possibly next week so anyway that was my weekend 
Um, let's see where it goes. Fucking cheaters like Charlie Key. So let's talk about... Um, we had an email that somebody brought up NHL playoffs. Was that you, Dustin? Yeah, watched a little bit of NHL playoffs. Okay. And this was a good question. It's something I'd never... Um, I never actually thought about before, but I guess it's because I don't watch one of the things. Um, that's the wrong email. Uh, hey guys, welcome Asphalt Guy. Hope you all had a great week. Question for the group. During the playoffs, NBA has two to three day, has a two to three day break between each game. While the NHL and MLB have maybe one or two day break. Why do they take so much time off? This drags the playoffs out too much, I believe. What are your thoughts on this? FYI, I will respond to Brad's comment in the Fantasy Facebook chat. Tipmaster. Hmm, thanks for the email. Um, so what's your, what's your thoughts on that? I guess I never thought of it because I don't watch the NBA. I, I think it's a simple answer. Hockey players are tough. I mean, it's a simple yeah. answer. Well, that's imagine, I, imagine if a hockey player got into wrestling. Unstoppable. There was there was one. His name was the Goon. Back the in Goon. The yeah, unstoppable. He was he was stoppable. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch the NBA playoffs either, but I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I understand basketball running up and down a court can be a, you know, energy taking. But when you don't even run up and down the court, you just walk up and down it. I don't see why they need three days off in between each game. I just don't. And they don't have more series to kind of, you know, is it a TV thing where they're trying to put more on, like, prime time where you don't have... You well, know, if you look at if you look at hockey though, late games, I don't know. Well, if you look at hockey though, I mean, like this opening week or this opening series, I mean, they're every other day. Even like today, like I know, like the games that were played yesterday, they're traveling to that next location, the, to the other location, and then they play tomorrow night. I mean, I'm watching the Wild. I'm from Minnesota. Everybody knows that. So, you know, they're traveling to Dallas right now, and they play tomorrow night. But like. Uh, the Timberwolves are playing the, I think it's the Denver Nuggets. Like I said, I don't play. Uh, I don't watch these guys. I wish I played. Made a lot of money. But um, they played one night, took three days off, and then they took three days off and traveled to Minnesota. And it's like, okay, Wild have played three games before they played two. Yeah, I don't, I don't under, I don't get, and, and I never thought of it. I, it's a good question because I think it, if I have to give an answer, it's got to be a TV thing. But see, like, if you look at the hockey, though, I mean, they're on ESPN, TBS, TNT, and those mm -hmm. games are all on primetime, all the time. And they're all, there's four of them a day. Every day. This opening week, or this opening series, yeah, because there's eight series going on. There's four a day. Does the NBA do that so they're not overlapping games? It could be, but um, I guess I don't really know what why they do it, but I know like the NBA playoffs start before the NHL playoffs and they end like a month after. <laughs> it feels Tony, like you're probably the biggest basketball fan here. So what do you think? 
Well, I mean, I don't like basketball, so I'm not going to defend these, you know, million-dollar people, LeBron James. You know, I got magically hit in the nuts, and I fell down for 20 minutes on the ground. But, so... I know, I, right? Draven gets hit in the nuts and wins a match. Yeah, i I seen that video of LeBron getting hit and falling down. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's so ridiculous. I don't understand. And so the only thing I can really think of is, so... Okay, hockey, line change. Don't have to, you know, hey, they don't have to say anything. They don't know timeouts, no nothing. Line change. You got people going in and out. So, you know, I mean, I can kind of see that, you know, hockey players do get a little bit more rest in the NBA because if NBA, you know, if you're on a run, there's no foul, no nothing, you could be in there, you know, good five, seven minutes straight without, you know, getting pulled out. So. I need to see that, but the whole days thing, I really don't understand. That is a little, little too excessive. That's why I was going to look up. I was going to look up the average playing time of hockey players to NBA players and see what they average minutes wise per game. So, yeah, but it's a so you're taking a 30 second shift at full bore for 30 seconds, and you might play 15 to 18 minutes a game. Man, but you're going full tilt. Possibly getting run into a wall. Yeah, true. Um, where these guys are, you know, walking down the court, standing there, waiting until the 30 seconds or whatever the fuck runs down past the ball around four times and somebody dunks it. True. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a basketball fan. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I don't watch a lot of baseball anymore, pros, but like playoffs, don't they play back to back days most of the time? And just the day break is travel day. Usually, yes. Oh, yeah. And the major league and MLB playoffs, that's usually how that works, if I remember right. MLB does that for the season. I mean, you don't have many yeah. days off in a season. Period. I mean, you, you may play a Sunday afternoon game and, and have to travel and play a Monday night game. I mean, rec. I mean, baseball. I guess you know you are just standing on the field, but you are playing and running. I guess that's a but. that's a grind at 162 games. Right. Yep. I mean, that's a grind. Um, I don't know, Blair. What do you think? You you got a mindset on why they would take so many days off? I just think hockey players are tougher. That's 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 my view of it. And they get paid less. I agree. I agree. As 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 an ex hockey player, I agree. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question, and I think it's not as much a, of hockey players being tougher as basketball players are pussies. I mean, I don't know. You touch a guy and he cries, and he has to go take. Two free shots because he got touched. So, I mean, not even as bad as it's almost as bad as soccer, where if somebody gets near you, you jump up in the down, up in the air, and you crash to the ground and act like you're injured. Red card. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But that'll lead me into like what Blair said: they're tougher. So let's talk about how tough some of these race car drivers are. Yeah. Um, 
and talk about the one wreck that opened up everybody's eyes on Sunday. Where Kyle Larson was involved in the wreck, in the big wreck at the end. Spins, heads to the bottom of the track, car comes sliding back up the track. And Ryan Priest drives just directly head on at 150 miles an hour. T-bones him. T-bones him in the in the passenger's door. I, I don't know if anybody watched the the if you were watching the coverage, you watched the replays, but like Priest's eyeballs when that happened, like his eyes got real wide, and then he was like, I don't know unconscious and then real wide again and then unconscious like it was i can't imagine it a, what it was a hard hit yeah Blair it was Winter a hell of a hit it was a hell of a hit for sure yeah they hit probably 145 priest is yeah. probably going about 145 would be my guess so and then you look at the the, the carnage of kyle larson's car and it actually broke the roll cage which i don't think i've ever seen happen before um, on the driver's or on the passenger side, uh, both cars have been now taken. If I'm correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, Blair. I know you listen to the same thing I did. Both cars have been taken to NASCAR Tech, right? Or um, they are going to recreate the crash to see what uh, what would have caused the the car to basically break the way it did. Um, yeah. Now they say, and and Blair, you've got a race car, and I, I don't know if yours is built like this or not, but they say the driver's side is four times stronger than the passenger side. Correct. And that's and due to intrusion plating. So I'm no I'm no chassis building expert, but on the driver's side, uh, so. Let me, let me dumb this down. So on either side of the roll cage where the doors are, so think about your passenger car, right? There's three to four horizontal bars that go in the roll cage, right? Well, on the passenger side, that's what it has. On the driver's side, there's also metal plating in between those bars to help from stuff coming into the cockpit and hitting the driver. Okay, so stuff and things. So, would it be your belief that if that was the driver's side that he hit, that it would not have caused as much damage to the car or damage to Kyle Kyle Larson, who got T-boned? Uh, it's it's hard to say for sure, but uh, you know, if I was to guess, I would say hitting driver's side wouldn't have hurt the car as bad. So. The right side, the door bars got all bent up and everything, uh, absorbing some of the energy, where on the driver's side, that energy would have had to be absorbed elsewhere. So I don't think the driver's side doors, and once again, I'm not a chassis building expert, but I don't think the driver's side door bars would have gone in towards the driver. Okay. But then again, he got hit at 145 miles an hour. Right. So it's hard to speculate. That's why that's why NASCAR is spending a lot of time, uh, you know, looking at what happened, how it happened, 
and the result of what happened. Because, you know, a driver living through a crash to get punctured by a door bar is not, not good at all, obviously. So if Davis would have been in the driver's side door, would have Priest's car had more damage and more uh, effect on him as a driver? In your opinion, you're not chatting uh, together, like you said. I'm just, it's open to everybody. I was just curious. I mean, like you said, it's absorbing the energy, but I mean, does it, I mean, when possibly they kick it back. I mean, we're, we're comparing two different cars here when I, when I say this. Yeah. I mean, your question's not, I, I'm going to, I'm going to sidebar from your question and kind of compare apples to oranges for a second. So if you think about the crash that Kyle Bush had, I think it was 2013 at Daytona in the Xfinity car. When he crashed into the inside wall head first, right? Huge energy, huge crash. And the way that car crumpled, it ended up breaking Kyle's foot or ankle or shin, something. Like he broke a lower extremity, right? So if, you know, and it's really easy for us to sit here on Monday and play the if game, but if... Back to your question. If Ryan Priest would have hit Kyle Larson in the driver's side, a more substantial side of the roll cage, would it have injured Ryan Priest uh, more? Very, very, very possible, I would say. Because, and, and the way I get to that, you know, mind you, I'm comparing two different cars and two different iterations of safety. But if you hit something more solid, I think it would affect the guy hitting it more. Does that make sense? Did I answer your question? Yeah, it makes sense. Like when you talked about Kyle Bush's wreck, when he broke his ankle or whatever, that lower extremity. Yeah. If I'm wrong, that was no safer barrier at that wall. If I remember right too. I'm not sure on that. I can't remember for sure, but I'm pretty sure there wasn't a safer barrier at that point, at that part of that track. I can't remember though. It's, it's very possible that there wasn't, but I mean, it's very interesting on like how what could have happened. Like you said, like like you said, Blair, we're sitting here on Monday with all the ifs, right. and you know it's it it raises the question. I think every NASCAR driver or every NASCAR fan thinking about it, what if that would have been on the other side? Um, you know, I mean, it should absorb the energy like it's meant to do, but as with NASCAR, and it's only the second year of this car, um. You know, how much have they not been been able to test or, you know, not seen at 140, 150 miles an hour hitting the driver's side compared like, obviously not really thinking about hitting the passenger side like this happened. Now they're that's the nice thing about NASCAR is they're looking into it. and They're going to try to make it. They're going to fix the problem. Yeah, 100 percent. You know, yeah, 100 percent. I commend NASCAR greatly. So that car, Kyle Larson's car, uh, NASCAR took that car right away. And so the team didn't take that car back to Charlotte. NASCAR did. And then as soon as that car got back, first thing this morning, NASCAR called Stuart Haas and said, "Uh, we're going to need that other car over here. So they took their car over first thing in the morning. Okay. Uh, I think think what NASCAR was thinking last night or yesterday afternoon is, okay, Kyle Larson's car, you know, took most of the damage. Uh, we'll we'll evaluate this car, and then I think once they stuck their head inside there, uh, you know, some of the R and D guys stuck their head inside there this morning. They went, "Ooh, let's see that other car while we're at it, because this is not exactly what we expected." And that's just me speculating. I haven't heard that officially from anybody, 
but I think they were surprised at the amount of uh, damage that was done to that car. So that's why they uh, that's why they asked for the other car to come down. And more than likely with that, they're probably looking at, you know, like what happened to the other, or what's going on in the other car is what they can fix. Maybe to, it can work both ways in the same aspect with the contact. Yeah, correct. I mean, there could be, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing, you know, a right side change on the the cup cars, you know, on how, how they NASCAR thinks it needs to be constructed and make a change in the rule book there. I also wouldn't be surprised to see a front end construction change based on what happened to Priest's car. Uh, it, I mean, it could easily go both ways, or it could be NASCAR looks at it and goes, you know what? It was pretty fucking gnarly. Uh, super scary deal. Uh, we definitely hope it never happens again, but the race cars did what the race cars were supposed to do and kept the driver safe and no change be, is made at all. I mean, that's also a possibility. Right. Because, I mean, if you think about it, both of those guys got out of their car and walked away. As gnarly of a crash as that was. Everybody did this weekend. Yeah. With a lot of the wrecks that were there at Talladega. Yeah, super, super crazy crashes, and everybody walked away. So, you know. So I and, and the way I look at it is I think NASCAR is smart enough to know this, and they've got enough smart people in the organization that – they're not just going to go, hey, everybody walked away. I guess we're good, right? We, we don't need to change anything. Every, everybody walked away. Everything's fine. I think they're smart enough to look and go, you know, and, and here and this is 100% speculation. I'm just making this up off the top of my head right now. This is based on zero fact. But let's say NASCAR looks at this and they go, oh, holy shit. If Ryan Priest would have hit the five car an inch further right or an inch further left, this could have been catastrophic for everybody, right? Okay, so now we need to make these changes. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Whatever NASCAR comes out with after this, I'm not going to be surprised either way. They could change nothing. They could change both. They could change one. You know, I'm not going to be surprised either way, and I trust NASCAR makes a great decision because, you know, they're, they're so serious about safety because, you know, losing a driver is such a horrible thing. And, you know, thank goodness – in uh you know professional motorsports uh you know compared to 30 40 50 years ago our fatality rate is nil compared to what it was 50 years ago right i mean think about the indianapolis 500 50 60 years ago you know those guys show up in may i mean you can guarantee one ain't going home yeah you know you, you can guarantee it but nowadays it's like it would be crazy if a driver died Right. You know, thank goodness we haven't lost. I mean, if you look at like, well, NASCAR, IndyCar, F1, the three biggest series, we haven't lost a driver since 2011, 2012, something like that. Right. I mean, it's been a really, really long time, thankfully. So I have two questions that kind of go together. So I guess I, I want to start off. So last year, all the talk was when the cars were hitting. So they built this new car to be more economic for, for the teams, right? Um, so when you wreck them, they're not, as, they're not as bad. Or if you do have an incident, 
not like the one we saw on Sunday. But if you do have an incident, you can still be on the track racing. So the car has been built stiffer. And there was a lot of talk last year of it being stiff and guys getting concussions and guys getting hurt. Then you look at this crash where basically the half, half one car crumbles almost. But then you look at Indy and an Indy car. If an Indy car wrecks, it is built to basically explode all of the parts and absorb all of the impact except for the cockpit. Correct. Right. So if I'm looking at the wreck that happened on on Sunday, to me, when I look at Crease's car, it doesn't look like it's been through that kind of a wreck. Right. So is building these cars stiffer really safer? See, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that. I mean, I understand the question, but not being an expert on, you know... Not being so a physics opinion based opinion, I guess opinion based. My question really is: Did NASCAR not make? Did NASCAR make the right decision in making a car that's more economically feasible for race teams by making it so that it doesn't completely destroy when it's in a wreck, rather than going the way of IndyCar, where it's it seems to be a lot safer when the entire car just disintegrates leaving the cockpit safe like with with that uh, car, i don't think you can really have a nascar a stock car disintegrate and not affect the driver like what well, they but here's the thing look at blaine perkins's wreck in the right. xfinity race that car flew apart and it's a different car all the, right but all these parts flying off of blaine perkins's wreck an indy car wreck you know, all these things, in my opinion, this is energy being taken away from the driver, right? right? So, you know, when I think, like, you mentioned IndyCar wreck. Like, I'm thinking about Scott Dixon's wreck a couple years ago with the 500, the Indy 500, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was a massive, massive wreck. Yeah. And pretty much all that was left was the cockpit, and Scott Dixon was fine. You know, he walked away. Massive, huge. Like, that car is in eight trillion pieces where if you look at specifically the Kyle Larson, Ryan priest wreck, neither of those cars are in eight trillion pieces. Now they're both junk. Uh, well, probably junk. Kyle Larson's car is junk for sure. Yeah. Priest's car is most likely junk. Um, and the reason why I say most likely is because the front clip where the front suspension attaches to and the engine and everything, you can cut those off and put a new one on easily. His front clip is, you know, I haven't seen the chassis, but I'm willing to bet every dollar in my pocket, all seven of them, that the front clip's done on Ryan Priest's car. Yeah, I, now, I'm with 110% of that. Hitting at 145 miles an hour, I would suspect he bent the center section as well, so that would make that car junk. Kyle Larson's car getting hit where it got hit. He got hit in the center section. 100% junk. That thing, that thing's going to the race car graveyard. So now, now 
so it, it just again it takes me back to like the replay of seeing Ryan Priest's face. Yeah, which is and crazy. Just the incredible impact his body took in my in what my opinion is the reason he took that incredible impact to his body the way he did is because NASCAR has gone the way of an economical race car. Yeah, I, I mean, I see what you're saying, but here's the other thing, right? And this is another thing to keep in mind. Is parts flying off a race car a good thing? Right. I don't think so. I mean, fortunately, I don't know of an IndyCar wreck where parts have gotten up into the stands. I mean, it may have happened. I'm just ignorant to it if it has. But think about think about that. You know, parts going into the stands, big problem. Big, big yeah. problem. You know, where you have drivers that are, you know, wearing helmets and, you know, strapped into a full containment seat and all the stuff and things. Like, if someone, like, and I hate to say this. This is a terrible thing to say, but... If I was the sanctioning body and you gave me the choice of who's going to get hurt, uh, you know, Andy Shades in the stands with his kids or the millionaire that's strapped to the race car, uh, the millionaire strapped to the race car is going to be the guy that gets hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's a horrible thing to think about, but you can't have fucking parts and pieces in the stands. And, and I guess I guess that's kind of an extreme comparison in IndyCar, the way it disintegrates. But. If we go to the previous car that wasn't as stiff. Right. Like, does, and, and we're all speculating, so I'm just, I'm, I'm asking for an opinion rather than a fact-based answer, but, like, does Ryan Priest take the, because we know his body took a lot of that impact. Well, the other thing is, you know, with the previous car, Who's to say that hard of a hit wouldn't have broke motor mounts out and put the motor right on his feet or in his chest or in his lap? You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you put a, I don't know how much a fucking NASCAR engine weighs, 600 pounds. I have no fucking idea, guessing. But you put a few hundred pound engine at, you know, a couple hundred degrees. Those headers are at a couple thousand degrees or something. You put that in somebody's lap. That's a big fucking problem, too. So I think, you know, I think the car is great. I'm not disagreeing um, with that. I, I, I'm just. Yeah, I think the car is lot, great. A lot of the talk last year was the car, the, from the driver's standpoint, was the car was too stiff when they were in a wreck that their, the impact to their body was a lot more than what they got. Right. Before. I mean, I know we haven't gone a whole season, but I really haven't heard of really anybody getting concussions this year. Are getting hurt having the injuries, True. so well, I they, know they, they changed the rear end. Yes, and that's where they thought that was was the rear end, and I think that helped it. So, like the stiffer car, I don't think is a bad thing. Um, like with Blair's part, Blair point on parts flying in the stands and stuff, because a lot of the wrecks do happen around the stands. I mean, you know, you go around Bristol and you have parts flying everywhere at Bristol. I mean, a lot of these indie tracks, you know, do you have fans like right around it? You know, besides front stretch at India, I guess they have them in the back stretch too. But um, no. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just 
I think without hearing about concussions right now and really nobody getting hurt, I think the car is great right now. I, I love the car. I mean, I'm with Blair on that as well. Um, but as long as the injuries don't come into play, you know, that's all that matters in the long run is no one gets hurt. Oh, 100%. No fans, no drivers, no crew members. Yeah, and, and, and I agree. I'm just thinking, you know, we've got all this concussion issues, and and uh, Kurt Busch's career was basically ended over this new car. And it, and it was. There were a lot of people that got hurt in this new car, you know, last year. And I'm not saying Kurt Busch wasn't going to be, you know, he's a great race car driver and all that. That's just kind of learning pains when you do something new, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure when Blair started building his our in our real life car, he learned a lot, a lot of growing pains with it. You know, any driver, any crew member does. You know, NASCAR tried something, and you know they they're learning. You know, it's sad with Kurt Busch and all that, but you know, but. And that's just end, I'm just playing devil's advocate and asking questions because I don't know anything. Oh no, you're good, and you know, I mean. I mean, in my opinion, you're not going to take a race car or any product, any product that goes out into production, like for anybody to buy or for people to race, isn't 100% perfect. It always has to get fixed up. Well, there's um, going to be, there, there, there's risks in, in everything. Every, every sport, you're, you know, you have a chance of getting injured or whatever. So look at the development. We were talking about helmets. Look at the development in helmets over the last even five years. To stop concussions, 10 years, if you want to go that far. But, I mean, over the last few years, even, like, they've changed that so much, and they're learning. You know, back in the day, they used to play with just leather leather, leather, leather hats. I mean, and now, I mean, yeah, the game has changed. I mean, you got head-to-head contact constantly, you know. I mean, looking over baseball over the years, I mean, you used to just wear a helmet. Now you got base guards, you know, elbow guards that – these hitters wear. That's because they're just scared of the baseball. Right. Well, I am too. Coming at me 100 miles an hour too. I mean, I'm gonna wear an elbow guard. Come on now, like. I think freaking hurts. <laughs> Tony, you got any thoughts on any of this? No, not on NASCAR. I'm just listening. Jeez. Jeez. I, I think you beat me this week in fantasy too. So. You probably need I, think to that. I think everybody beat you this week. Fantasy. Well, yeah, I was doing okay until the, until the wreck. <laughs> but it was done. I was doing uh, good until. Yeah, I mean, it, the safety in sports overall has grown greatly over the past, you know, like I said, five, ten years. And, you know, that's why we got this. Technology, they're using it right. And hopefully they get this fixed with what happened with Kyle Larson and uh, Ryan Priest, and you know, like Blair said, they might come out and say it. You know, it's gonna happen that way. Nobody got hurt. You know. And, well, you and that's know. the good thing. The good thing is that nobody had a catastrophic injury, right? Like, and... I look at that Perkins wreck. I mean, that guy's tire came flying off, and Kaz Grala ate it in the grill. I mean, if that was on the front stretch and the tire came flying off, and he hit that in the grill and funded <laughs> that up in the stands, that, that's that's. That's bad, but super I mean, bad. Yeah. All right. But it's well, never good to see a car rolling down the backstretch of a track ever. Um, we do have another email that I'll read. A lot of emails today. 
What's up, guys? Welcome to the group, Asphalt Guy. What a fun week on iRacing. Going to Asphalt Guy's favorite track with NIS open. I don't know why we're talking about iRacing, but we are. Uh, good old Talladega. NASCAR Fantasy was good to me this week. WrestleMania backlash looks like a waste of time. Seth freaking Rollins is getting treated like a jobber. Getting put in a match with Omos. Zelina Vega challenges Rhea for the title. Brock versus Cody, only match of interest. The U.S. title match, Austin Theory. I don't know why he's giving us the whole card. Uh, Austin Theory versus Lashley versus Bronson. Reed, KO, and Sammy, and Riddle versus Bloodline. The last I heard about is LWO versus Judgment Day. Uh, before, But before... That I'm interested in the draft coming up this Friday night on SmackDown. Till next back episode later, fuckers nuts up. Um, I haven't watched any fucking WWE since WrestleMania. So uh, I don't know what's going on. Tony, have you watched any? No, I've seen little bits and pieces here and there, but nothing spectacular. No, I've not. I've not watched any of it. Um, since WrestleMania, I thought WrestleMania was a little bit of a flop, in my opinion. Yeah. The news of Vince being back kind of, I guess, turned me off a little bit. So, um, product was good. Then product Vince comes back, product's bad. So, mm -hmm. I, don't really, I don't really have a opinion that, and I'm concentrating on my own professional wrestling career of becoming the. Um, director of Operations of Supreme Wrestling. The do. Yeah. The do! The cool do. That's what it's going to be. Um, anyway. And they can I tell you how much they hate sunglasses there now? Just hate sunglasses. Anybody wearing useful. sunglasses. They don't think anybody should wear sunglasses inside, at a wrestling show, in their house. Streaming on iRacing, um, you know, I I get that too. I don't think I think anyone who's streaming on iRacing and wearing sunglasses probably a piece of shit. So that's just my opinion. I, I I personally believe that if you're not outside and you're wearing sunglasses, unless your name's Richard Petty, you should probably take the fucking things off. No, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't I don't agree with that. That's that's uh, kind of my opinion. Uh, because they're the, because what are they called? What's the name of these things? Uh, shades. Sunglasses. Shades. Sunglasses. Shades. There's no fucking sun in here. I'm in a bed. No. Shades is what is behind you. Blair. That Those is are shades. Those are shades. <laughs> Back there. Those are shades. shades. Are on my face. Which are yeah. shading me from the sun. Which, if I would take the shades up, I could put the sunglasses on. See what I'm doing here? But the shades are shading. Oh, well. <laughs> I make sunglasses cool. People in the sun. On iRacing, not so much. Uh, in, in the sun. You hear that? A dog she says, fuck you, Blair. Who? <laughs> the dog. Who said? Huh. The dog. What right about it? 
Dog said, fuck you, Blair. Whatever, Dave. Dustin. No. Shall we... Do we have a wheel? I didn't make one yet. Oh. We, we should make a wheel of death. Blair's no. first wheel of death. Ooh. I'll get to that. What, what is uh, a wheel of death? Yeah, maybe explain this wheel of death. So while, while Dustin's setting up the wheel of death, I'll explain the wheel of death. The wheel of death is where there is two wheels. The first one spins and picks a name. The second one spins and picks a number. For me and Dustin and Tony, that number will indicate how many drinks we have to drink on the next episode. Or beans will be eaten by somebody yes. if they don't want to drink. If you don't want to drink, you can get bean boo boozled beans and, and eat yes. the beans. Well, was this in Blair's contract? Yes. <laughs> yes. This was probably in the itinerary itinerary email that I did not get. You did. Check your email again. Which, I mean, we also still have to talk about punishment, too. So Punishment. Yeah, from somebody losing a couple weeks ago. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You owe us some beans, Dustin. Uh, I'll get to that. <laughs> we decided we decided to forego the dress uh, and remove that completely from any future games we will play. Um, but while he's setting that up, Blair, have you ever played Cards Against Humanity? Negative. Oh, we need to definitely do that and stream it. So, there's a thought out there. If anybody else would like to join in Cards of Humanity one night, if we set that up, let us know. Uh, we could possibly get you involved. I still think Hollywood Squares would be a blast on Discord. Hollywood Squares. We need more. We need, we need more squares. We need more people. Yes. Yes. So, if you would like to be involved in Hollywood Squares, let us know. So how am do I doing my how am I doing my beans? We'll get this out of the way. Well, I don't know. Dress was like a whole episode, so I don't I don't know how I'm many. I'm not eating a whole box of beans. <laughs> I don't I don't know how many beans we should. How should we How should we select his beans, Blair? I, I, I have no idea. I I don't know what's going on here. I I, I think we should just go to the five. The five bean chug. The five random. Pop up. Yeah. 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 And boy, that is not good. That is not good at all. I hate that. So he's, re he's reaching for the four. beans. Okay. He's reaching for the beans. He's got he's got five beans. Alright, we got five. So do we want to know what the possibilities are? Just do no, it. Are no, you, just do you, it. Are you eating nasty beans? Is this what we're doing? You just it could be. at a time. In your mouth. Yes, and he has to eat them all. It could be, or it could be good. He's chewing. I mean, yeah, we're not getting There we go. Little, little we're, weird face there. We're starting to blend together. What, why are we doing this? 
Definitely some dirty socks, for sure. Mm. Why are we I like how he's lost. so confident in the flavor of dirty socks. We're doing this because he lost. Because we were doing another we were doing another game and he lost and he was supposed to wear a dress for an episode. But we can't do that now, so we're just making him do the five bean chuck. The five ones are a lot better. You just don't know what you're eating. It did seem like you got too bad there. I think I got dirty socks and like there was dirty dishwater involved, but I don't know anything else. I'm being 100% honest. You're not like Tony. Tony almost puked. Very confused. Tony made the mistake of doing one at a time, though. No, I did the five. I got. I think I got like a mixture of all the um. God, what was the band aids together? I think that's what it was. I think I had more of the band aids and like the pomegranate, and it just screwed me up. So. Yeah, but you only popped one at a time. No, I did the five. I grabbed them all and. He did all five. Oh, my reel. All five. Man, brother, that yeah. Well, there you go. That was not as exciting as I hoped it would be. Yeah, yeah this didn't seem like much fun. <laughs> Especially, I gotta do a five at a time instead of one. In my yeah. honest opinion, maybe his disgustingness is blown together, and it wasn't, you know. Or maybe, maybe he didn't get the, a, as many I bad got, ones. I bought a good maybe. box. Maybe. Well, let's let's spin this 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 wheel. We'll do the names first. We'll do the name first. All right. All right. So what do we got here? We got our names. Blair, well, Tony, Andy, Dustin. Okay. Well, let, so, we'll let Blair do it since he is the newbie. So, yeah. Dustin, you give him the options and all that good stuff. No, I'm, I'm going to shuffle up our names. You give me a number between one and five, and that's how many times I'll shuffle the names. So it's not rigged as Tony thinks this is rigged all the time. <laughs> okay. So, so you do I, give I, me a number one through five. Uh, three for Dale. Three for Dale. I should have known that. I gotta find my mouse. There it is. One, two, three. Three for Dale. And now and tell, to, tell me when to go. Tell me when to spin. Uh go. Damn, the newbie comes this is the first time I've ever been picked. Pretty yep. solid. First time, first time Andy's ever won this game. Yeah. <laughs> we have a winner. So now we'll go to uh, numbers. Okay. Uh, Andy, since you're the lovely winner, I'll give you the numbers and the spin. Okay. Uh, you can leave it as is. Okay. And you can spin now. Jeez, oh, Peter, I got, the, I got the highest number ever, too. Man. The hell, we, we're going to kick Blair out. I think that's what All right, doing. so we got Andy with four somethings. Four shots next week. You know, Andy, I, I remember you taking shots for somebody over the past, you know, a few times. Yeah. Just, you got to hand one off at least? No. No, I'll oh, take no. My... Okay, no, you're going to no, play the, the way, game. The way, the way it works on here is you... If you lose, you take your punishment and you do it. That's that's the way it does. It works. So. All right, so Andy's got four shots next week, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe maybe right. maybe he'll try that lovely reel that I saw and do a half a bush light, half a 
Captain Morgan oh. either. Tell us if that tastes like chocolate milk or not. We might have to do that as a as a <laughs> as a re, as a as one of the shots. So we should we do that? You guys want to <laughs> find you know, other shots for me? And we'll I do... feel like that. Would, I feel like that'd be a write off. You know, that's a business expense now. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> well, we have we have four. So here we are. We have four shots. If you guys can come up with shots where I don't have to go buy nineteen bottles of liquor, that's never going to happen. If you guys can come up with a shot each, and I'll select my own, I will do whichever shot you guys select. Well, you got my selection. Okay. So we're, we're gonna do. We're gonna try the chocolate milk shot for Dustin. So, Blair and Tony, if you if you find something, you can find something that seems weird, seems I don't care, disgusting, whatever. Just I don't want to have to buy 19 bottles of liquor. So, um, if you do that and let me know, Blair's going on Google. Blair is already googling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be like Tony and go buy the girly drink. I'm going to guess he uh, looked up nasty <laughs> shot. Yeah, yeah, probably. probably. Ten disgusting shots to never order at a bar. <laughs> Submit mixer, number one. It was, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> I don't know not. if I've ever had one of those. What is, what is that? I don't know what's in it, but you uh, take it. Bailey's and, and lime juice. Your, yeah, you put it in your Ooh. mouth, swish around, and it turns hard. Really? It's a cement mixer, yeah. Yeah. Oh. They uh, actually outlawed them in a lot of states because people were choking on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we probably won't do anything like that then. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Black Death has high potential. It's uh, two ounces of vodka and soy sauce. Oh. Okay. How much soy sauce? Just the toppers? It says to taste, so I say a lot. <laughs> okay. So, so we got we got Black Death, chocolate milk, and, and Tony. Are you gonna just hold off and let everybody? Or liquid steak. Liquid steak sounds like it's got potential. Uh, ounce and a half of Bacardi One Fifty One, and uh, wash your sister sauce to taste. I say a lot. <laughs> Tony, you can borrow that one. <laughs> Man, Ooh, here this is the perfect one for you, Andy. We, I think we found it. Okay. This one's called the Smoker's Cough. It's an ounce and a half of Jägermeister, which is Ooh. fantastic, and one tablespoon of warm mayonnaise. Yeah. This is in your nasty shots top ten. Mm -hmm. yep. What number is this on your nasty shots top ten? Number eight. Number that's eight. A, that's a puker. Yeah. <laughs> I've done number nine, the Prairie Fire. Yep. I've done that one. I think Smoker's Cough might be it. So is that what you're going with? Ooh, motor oil. Motor oil would be very appropriate, which is one ounce of Jaeger, half ounce of peppermint schnapps, half ounce of Goldschlager, and a half ounce of Malibu. He doesn't want to buy a lot of alcohol. He just named out four. Yeah. 
What, you mean I, to tell me you don't have Jagermeister and Goldschlager at your house already? I was like, we, are, we are talking about Andy, so, I mean, he might have a lot of those already. Yeah, I got some. I, I probably have a little bit of vodka and maybe some rum. I'm out of oh, whiskey yeah. at the moment. Vodka and rum. I think Black Death. I'm thinking vodka and soy yeah. sauce. Let's give that a whirl. Okay. Sounds interesting. Tony, did any of those sound fun to you? No. I'll just have to do some research. Okay. See if I can find anything. So He's going to give you actual chocolate milk. He's going to be nice and actual chocolate milk. After I've done all these nasty shots. Yeah, that might be worse. <laughs> he's going to come up with a random one and call it the Draven. He's going to make his own fucking purple shot. <laughs> <laughs> Find a I don't drink anything. That's the other thing. I don't drink anything purple or blue. Nut kicker. But he didn't say pink, so nope. zipper kicker. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that'll, that'll be, be fun. fun. That'll be fun next week. We'll Good idea it. on having us pick your shots, Andy. I hope you survive next week. Yeah, yeah. If, if next week is my last, well, we might be celebrating my my. Uh, New employment status. So. I, I, gotta, I, I got a new one for you. God. <laughs> wow. This one is called The Hot Mexican Hooker. And it's tequila, tuna fish juice, and Tabasco sauce. Oh, my God. Is that all to taste as well? <laughs> Who the fuck comes up with this shit? How the f- where the fuck am I getting Tony, tuna juice? Tony, pick that one. <laughs> Where am I getting tuna juice? From a can of tuna. Where else? Fuck. I gotta go buy tuna fish. I gotta go to the grocery store, too. Not like they sell tuna fish at the fucking liquor store. They might. <laughs> it's in a shot. Don't they sell liquor at the grocery no, store in that state? No. 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 <laughs> no. We live in the no fun states, Blair. Oh. Yeah. Well, Tony, you can come up with yours, and you guys will. Uh, Blair, you can decide what on your final pick and let me know. Uh, Hot Mexican hooker. Is that your final pick? No, definitely not. <laughs> okay. I think I think do that. I think vodka and soy sauce is the move. Okay. Sounds terrible. It does. Wait a minute. 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 Just thought of something. Do I have to participate in this wheel of funk? You are, but you are a bean guy. You got to get some beans like I just ate. We're okay. just going to make you drink. Yeah, not that's not going to happen. But yeah. We make Tony drink, but we don't make Blair drink. Okay, because I was just going to say, if I come up with some nasty shit and make Andy do some nasty shit, like this wheel might spin back around on me. It will. But so... You might I, I think I think, I think at that point, you, you know, if you get a number, you can sit, you can t- ask us which color we would like you to pick out of your maybe maybe beans. just a chilled shot of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because eventually this might come back around on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. He's it's, learning the game. He's learning a strategy the game. call here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we might have to bring back uh, the the game we were playing 
prior to Blair joining us. I think he would really enjoy that game. Yes, yes. So oh, we will we'll, we'll have it. We can have a test round before we sign off. The game is called Wrong Answers. Blair is pretty self-explanatory. Okay, you want you're looking for the wrong answer. That should be easy so, for me. I ask a question. Yep. You give me a wrong answer, and then I judge everybody's answers. Who's the best? Okay. Etc. Um, now I got to think of a question. I, mean, I put him on the spot, but I, I mean, uh, we made it a good introduction to the game for when we bring it back fully. Charlie, so now that you've been introduced to to what is going on in the world of um, Supreme Wrestling. Supreme. Um, Char- so the question is, Charlie Key's a cheater because... And we'll start... I, am I going first? I will start... I get to select who goes first. Oh, okay, good. So, again, the question is, Charlie Key is a cheater because, and I see Tony thinking hard, and it's since, to, since Charlie Key is his best friend, you I you ask answer first. You ask questions like Alex Trebek. Like, this shit sounds like a statement, but you're posing it as a question. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Charlie yep. Key's a cheater because... Because Andy Shades won't be his best friend. Boo-hoo. He was holding it in. He wanted to laugh. Dustin. Charlie Key's a cheater because... Because he doesn't wear shades. Come on, Blair. Come on, Blair. Take it home. Make it a good one. Blair, we're looking at you to actually make this interesting here. (laughs) Charlie Key's a cheater because... Eric Draven wouldn't give him pizza rolls out of the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I don't know. Because Jeff Gordon won the NASCAR championship in 1997. I mean, that's a a perfect answer, too. I mean, because warm apple pie feels like pussy. Like, anything, you can say anything you want. (laughs) Not sure that's a fact. Uh, Obviously, Andy's tried. Hey Siri, order apple pie. <laughs> warm apple pie, not cold. Warm. <laughs> Sounds Solid. good. Yeah. Solid. Not the McDonald's apple pie. No, mm. no. Well, they got blueberry cream now. So that's what that's what they're pushing now. So that you, you 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 rose Blair attention there. He might be going to McDonald's. Yes, blueberry cream pies. I have not had one yet, but they do. I have not had one yet either. I can't wait to go to McDonald's. Hey, I'm here for the cream pie. (laughs) (laughs) Blair, if you lose a game, we might make you get a cream pie. Not a blue. I'm kind of out. I'm kind of out. (laughs) Kind of out. Kind of out on this. (laughs) Well, uh, I think that brings us to to the end of this fantastic episode which we have now introduced player to a lot of different things on back talk uh, his mind's blowing officially blowing I'm, I'm so excited to not stop by next time <laughs> <laughs> so, 
We'll go around the horn. Let everybody give your final thoughts. Dustin, what you got? Uh, not much. Uh, great show, guys. Uh, email us any questions you have for us. Tell us how stupid we are, whatever you want to do at backtalkus at gmail.com. Uh, but, yeah, not much else going on. Just getting ready for the racetrack. Uh, hopefully NASCAR gets some stuff figured out with these cars. And like Blair said, maybe they won't do nothing. We don't know what they're going to do, but we'll see what happens. Uh, either way, racing will be fun. Dover this weekend. Good luck this weekend, Blair, to you at your at Caraway. Um, Andy, good luck to you and your job that you might get, that you might get fired from before you get. Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. Tony, congratulations on your reception yesterday. I couldn't make it. I didn't want to drive all the way there. I'll see you there in July. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, have a good week to you, too. But other than that, just... Uh, be nice to everybody and have a good week. Blair. Final thoughts. Who? Blair. Oh. Yeah, I didn't hear him either. I, I didn't yeah. hear a name. I didn't yeah. hear final thoughts. I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I have final thoughts. I, I have so many thoughts going through my mind. It's, it's mind bottling. Mind bottling? Yeah. It's like all these thoughts are inside of a bottle and they get shook up. Kind of like a genie in a bottle. <laughs> How do we get that genie out of the bottle? I think we have to call Christina Aguilera. Oh shit! <laughs> I so speaking of that, I did ask Tony for for those of you that are wondering at at Tony's reception. I did ask Tony if he had any. He was playing some music, so I asked him if he had any Shakira. He purposely did not. He no hell did not. He no. no. I'm not sure what kind of wedding reception this was. It was a low-key, mellow reception. No beard, no Shakira. The feeling Blair on the Shakira, when uh, Andy hears Shakira, he strips. I'm going to, before Andy comes to North Carolina, I'm going to make sure it's outlawed in three states to listen to Shakira. (laughs) Virginia, North, and South Carolina, that way we're covered. (laughs) Anything Um, else you got, Blair? That's it for me. All right, Tony. Um, I don't know. No, I do want to talk to my, you know, if I if there is any bald men out there, I would like to, you know, suggest a product to you guys. It is called Freebird. It is a shaver that has five blades on it, you know, and you just did a really good job. Felt good yesterday. You can do it in the shower or outside the shower. So, really nice product. So, I just wanted to recommend that to you guys if you've been thinking about it like I have, you know. So... <laughs> Hey, well, you guys well, with hair don't understand the issues we have. Well, let's go back he wants to your to, stream go out. Everybody wants you to get a haircut. There you go. He wants to he wants to free his bird in the shower out of the shower. No, I was talking to the bald guys out in the audience. If there are any, I'm just letting you know, hey, I've tried to really, product. Feels really good it, when he frees his bird. It, it it does everything but here. Does everything no, I, yeah, I gotta keep that. But I mean, hey, you don't get the razor burn like you do with the regular razor. So you're not like crocodile Dundee and just do it with a blade. No, I mean, so you don't have a speck of dark hair in your goatee anymore. Not, not anymore. No, not anymore. He, I mean, he up here, he but it. your eyebrows are as brown yeah. as shit, and one's pointy when you do that. <laughs> Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I think it's the light because I don't feel it. 
It's there. On. There we go. No, look at that fucker. Damn. Hold on, let me get closer. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's like a fucking bat wing. What the fuck kind of eyebrow is that? Never noticed that until now. That's cool. <laughs> Make sure to tune in on the YouTube for that last 30 seconds here, folks. Yeah, yeah we'll That's make sure we get watch. We'll make sure we get a short out on that one. Uh, that'll be a real coming out of that'll that. That'll be one. a real. That'll be a real. Uh, it's a real. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh hope you had a good time. We'll see you next week. Uh when I have a new job. Till then, no up.